Good morning, George. It's me, Ollie. Good morning, How Ollie. How are you doing? I want you to go first this week, please. How are you doing? Um, how's well, your vibes? How's your mind? How's your body? How's your soul? I honestly, um, I've I've been thinking about this morning before we called. It's it's what it's about half past nine in the morning now in the UK, and um, I thought I think you're not in the best place still. You're still in a bit of a funk, Ollie. Is that fair to say? Well, this is why I don't want to go yet because I don't want the start of the episode to be too um, you know, negative negative vibes. A- unless you, uh, unless you're not feeling good in which case. No, 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 no. But I thought. I was thinking about it and I I don't want you to feel and nor for me. So when you ask how I am, I'm doing well. I'm I'm happy, I'm fine, the world is what the world is, and you know, it's uh been a, a week has passed. Mm-hmm. And I just figured actually the gorgeous public and myself, if the last thing you want to do is talk about where you're at exactly, then let's not. And let's not talk about where either of us are at necessarily. And just, oh, Ollie, let's just, you know, sit back and um, share some stories, uh, maybe come up with some inventions, you know, the stuff that the public want. Uh, well, I'm happy to, to, to try and do that. The issue, of course, is, is that when one is feeling this way, it's a bit harder to do that sort of fun stuff. And... Uh, yeah, but this is what I mean. It doesn't need to be fun. I, what I want you to the listeners are, are sort of wincing is as you keep, remember, Ollie. This doesn't need to be good. Remember that you don't have no, 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 no. But I don't want we we've done a really stellar job over however many months of documenting how we're doing, and that's brilliant. But I think we need reminding ourselves sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And I think that us promoting the idea of just calling each other is enough. I can tell you about some memes I've seen. Um, we could talk about. You just you're look you're looking around the room like oh fuck 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 okay what's this and then you've got a, a printout because you get your memes faxed to you, so you got a printout of the latest memes. You're like oh shit yeah I could talk about that. Um, what else you got? Have you? I hope you're taking your Christmas decorations down, George. Uh, yes, bar one set of lights in the garden, which is so me because I, there was like two sets in the garden and one day I was like, yeah, yeah, no, it's time to take them down. And then I did one of them, got distracted, probably picked up my guitar. La, 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 and then every day I see that tree with the lights in it and I'm like, uh, probably just turn them back on next December, like this December. Well, I... Probably just leave them. I, I mean, lights, I think you can get away with because unless they are like lights in the shape of the word Merry Christmas, then you can mm. just say, oh, I just like sort of some sort of mood lighting, some fairy lights, whatever. Mm. Um, but for us, I think this sort of drives home the state of mind in this flat at the moment. I have cleaned up most of the cleaned up such a negative way of I've cleaned up most of the Christmas <laughs> muck got rid yeah. of but w- we still have this tiny plastic Christmas tree that I can't bring myself to take down it's got baubles with that uh Ratte's mum had ma- made for us with different paintings well like one of them is painted with uh the pub where Ratte and I met one of them is painted oh. with our cat's face. Um, oh. Our latest one, because we get one every year. Our latest one is it's in the shape of the of 
the globe um, and the globe has a big face mask on um, just to sort of sum up the year, you know, zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, is she an artiste? No, she didn't. She didn't make them herself. She had someone, uh, she, a friend or something made them. I mean, I love them, but I, I, I keep seeing them and I just can't bring myself to can't bring myself to pack it all away and accept that Christmas apparently happened. It's, it's done. Um, yeah. And it's actually uh, Is February. there... Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, um, pinch and a punch, uh, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's First day fun. of the month when we're recording this and... Is there a chance, Ollie, that... Or would you entertain the idea that maybe if the day that you take the small tree down, your mood is lifted and all all the while it was connected uh, to this particular listen, festive decoration? I'm not... <laughs> I am not as into cobblers as you are. You have to remember that. So I don't invest too much voodoo magic in this in this tree. But I I think what it more says is just uh, a sort of lack of care about yes a lot of the basics. To be honest with you, George, you know, just this is what I do want to say because I think that I don't know it's. It's just easier to to get it out. Um, I am struggling pretty bad. Mm. ATM, TBH, uh, FFS. So, mm. so day to day, there is not a huge amount happening. There's not a lot of uh, movement, both in terms of obviously we're locked down, but also my, my just my mind isn't moving. <laughs> I'm I'm staying in one place in terms of mood and and all of that and so i think i was talking i had my therapy last week on zoom and i did the thing i usually do the sort of the the flirting until the doorknob moment which we've talked about before (laughs) so you kind of talk around everything and then you get your doorknob out and so i I just, I was like trying to say in every other way, using every other kind of word, I'm feeling very depressed, but without saying any of that. And, you know, I wasted so much time. I should have just started the chat like, hey, listen, I'm depressed. But instead it was like, yeah, my mood has been somewhat low, but not too bad. Like I kept sort of like arguing with myself like I really didn't want to. Um, I don't know. Mm. I, 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 well, I think we talked about this before, but I do find it difficult to ad- admit. I, Whereas I find it relatively easy to be like... I'm feeling very anxious. Um, I find it hard to say I'm feeling very depressed. I always use euphemisms like I'm feeling a little bit blue, but you know I'll be all right. Um, and you know maybe that's fine, but but then when when it stretches on a fair bit, it's probably worth just admitting to just to myself uh, more than anything. This is also it sounds as if and we've spoken about this before but it's the cycle of it because it's hard to break yourself out of it to help yourself. Oh, if that oh, makes sorry, sense. I just swallowed some bits in my coffee. <laughs> sorry George, I didn't mean listen, I was appreciating what you said and I didn't mean to make a noise of disgust at it. It was not related. Let me just have a sip of water. 
That was really quite horrible. Mm, now, get yourself some instant granules. Now get fucked. I knew you were gonna. I saw an advert for Nespresso yesterday, where the wait is that what it's called? Yeah, or instant whatever it is. Not Nespresso, but the Nespresso's quite posh, isn't it? It's got the pods. I, I, it wasn't that. It was the the Nescafe, um, mm. the instant stuff, and the guy in it was basically you. He was rolling out of bed he fills up some a pot of black liquid and then sips it and just mm. the fattest grin spreads across his face yeah man that's me <laughs> and i just thought listen it's all right for some but for others for people like me higher quality taste um is yeah. necessary and as you noticed this morning when i was slightly late because i was making coffee it does take a little bit longer. Oh man! In the time that you text me to say, "Give me a minute," I'm just making my coffee. I b- before I'd even replied, I, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll make myself a coffee." What? Forty seconds. Kettle was boiled. Yeah, but it's not really coffee, is it? It's just black liquid, which is fine if it suits you. Just fine. I mean, you did make a very, you know, good. We've already talked about good, the good humor that you um, used because you sent a text it had been i don't know five or six minutes you sent a text saying well you harvesting the bees yourself mate and that <laughs> is just the perfect that quality sort of humor that i love that sort of thing um anyway you were saying something then i swallowed some bits of my coffee and it all went i was awry. saying it it sounds like and it's something that we've spoken about in the past but it's the cycle of it where you can't it's difficult to make the first step to help yourself because that that it just isn't an option your head can't get there and 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 i think also what's really interesting for people is this idea that if you if you hadn't said last week or this week i'm feeling depressed that i don't think anyone would know you're still able to talk to friends. You're still able to to see the light in certain situations and laugh and the humour and da 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 da. It's I think there's this idea that it's it's like it's like when you look at uh, any article about depression or mental health, they've used a stock image of someone in blue light and they're like gazing out of a window and there's rain on mm. the window. It's like that episode of Friends where Joey and Chandler have uh, moved into different apartments and they're staring out of windows thinking of one another that is uh, the perception some people have is that you go around and you're you're like eeyore all day you're like oh Mm. and sometimes it is like that but um for me at least obviously i can only speak for myself the mornings are better than Mm. the rest of the the day and also i think this is a good thing and a bad thing but i've got pretty good at sort of faking it in terms of outwardly um hmm. you know for example well uh, i'll have to check with rat a that i'm allowed to say this but you know obviously at times she is not feeling great either it, uh, it, did you know that is that this is this flat is not just all about me um <laughs> and sometimes i can recognize that you know she needs she needs me more than I need her at that moment, if that makes sense, to be the sort of mm-hmm. one that is like, right, how can we, you know, what what can I do to make you feel better and what do we need? And, and maybe that's nothing and there's no solution. You just want to feel down and have me be there, etc. And And so, like, sometimes even if my mood is also pretty low, I can kind of put that to one side 
and uh, be the really cool, brave, strong one. And I'm sure she does that with me because you can just kind of intuitively tell like, oh, right, well, you're feeling worse than I am right now. So we'll take turns. Today, you're allowed to feel really sad. And tomorrow, Mm. please, can I have my go at it? Mm. And... And so, that I mean, that's just one example of maybe when it's not so bad, how I can kind of muddle through. But you say, like, still able to talk to friends, all, all of that stuff. I have noticed myself um, not answering the phone and not really replying to messages this this last week. And, like, my my family, we would... We'll, normally we'll like FaceTime and I'll get to see my nephew and see everyone and I haven't I keep seeing those calls coming up and I just can't bring myself to answer if I feel I don't know even as I'm doing it I'm like aware that I'm gonna regret not answering but I just can't get myself to the place that I think I need to be in those conversations Uh, I realized like Instantly after saying what I said, I was like, well, I thought to myself, well, actually, is it not more that, you know, you can learn how to do a good job of disguising it when absolutely necessary? Um, and that's what you're kind of touching on. And so it's less of a kind of, that's probably less helpful, isn't it, actually, long term? Well, this is what I mean when I say it's like a good thing and a bad thing, because I obviously think that you know disguising the way you're truly feeling for a long period of time is not going to end well and can be very damaging but at the same time for for me like um with something that is to greater to a greater or lesser extent happening most of the time it is good to be able to (laughs) sometimes i'd want i don't want it to be the topic of discussion or I don't want to betray it to or portray it to the people around me and and sometimes I do and sometimes I need to talk about it but other times I just simply don't want to and I'd like that's my choice and um so so it can be quite helpful Mm. and I, I yeah I don't know maybe it's never good to do it that but but like for example I've had times like when people when my like family are visiting or something and and you've got a finite period of time with people and I've and I've been struggling with my mood or whatever and I mean I don't know maybe if you ask them you they'd say I didn't hide it very well but I would say that relative to how I truly felt I was a I'm able to kind of still get on with the day and still take advantage of the fact that that family are there and all that stuff so like i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but sometimes it's help that is helpful um in for me at least but you know if i was doing this all the time and i had no one oh that's the other thing i guess i can choose who i want to sort of confide in and you know and i can be myself with rat a for example and and then I can be bumbling British man to the person at the coffee shop and we have good laugh and she makes the same joke every time I go in. Um, (laughs) And, you know, that's all fine. And she's got no idea that actually this is the best part of my day, getting out to get a coffee. She's got no clue, But you know what? This is, um, I find this conversation difficult to have in that I find myself, and this is so unhelpful, but I just want to be able to help Mm. in some way. It's really like, 
it's uh i do this as well and i know that is yeah it's this kind of like i'm sat here going what is it i can do and it's that it's the what can i do and it's like well maybe do take a seat shut up and just accept that this isn't your time to be able to help well but it is and and maybe just us being able to do this is in some way a help but i i I hear you and it's that kind of and also i can i have to admit as well i can feel myself in real i i keep wanting to go like oh have you tried doing this (laughs) and obviously it's shit that's like Please fuck off! If someone said it to me, I'd be like, "Are you joking?" What, like, uh, but having a have you tried having fruit? Have you tried having <laughs> some fruit, my friend? Well, have yeah. You tried get, have you gone for a run yet? Yeah, exactly. It's that. But I just um, and it's the frustration. It's the helplessness. Actually, there's there's. Uh, often nothing more frustrating than feeling helpless um but it's okay i don't i like i don't uh it's um well let me t- i know you haven't picked up the phone to me today go george needs to sort this <laughs> by and and also he's got a meeting at 10 30 so he needs to sort it quick um well i mean let me tell you that f- first of all just as you suggested just you know getting to to spill my beans um yes. to you, <laughs> Spiller, man. uh is is you know you are helping in some way but also yeah i do this as well the kind of the need to i'm always looking for solutions and often with sort of emotional things or things that are less things that are like abstract or untangible like mood and all of that stuff there is not like a practical answer and you know rat rat a has has certainly had times where i have probably not been very helpful because i'm trying to like think my way rationally i'm like well you know you feel like this so just do this and simple Mm. and and i think i'm being really helpful but in that moment she or you know you you just want to be able to you want to feel heard like because i think quite often when people go straight for the answers it can feel like well you're kind of pushing past what i've said to you and it doesn't feel like it's been acknowledged it's we've just gone straight to the part where you say try a bit of fruit and Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and also i i i can recognize as well that it it makes you feel more like a statistic or a number than a than a it's like a this is my experience Mm -hmm. if someone says like oh yeah often if you're feeling this you need to do xyz it's like no you're not listening to my specific case and i don't care if at the end of the day it can all be boiled down to be under one subcategory mm-hmm. of you know experience this is mine don't take this from me even if it feels shit let me have it mm-hmm. and and like it's what i've got at the minute so don't belittle it and don't yeah tell me that a nice pair of asics will sort me out although i don't know man i mean i'm thinking about those asics i got a big grin on my face so maybe <laughs> maybe that is the answer but but yeah at the same time i know that quite often that comes from it's like you yeah it's the you feel helpless and you want to help the person who is you know if it's someone in your life you're like well i want i wish i could do something and so that activates that tendency to go how about this how about this how about this um can i ollie can i if you're about to suggest that i have a fat smoothie uh no 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 i want 
to, uh, I'm going to ask for your patience and also your honesty. So if at any point you want me to shut up, because just, just say, this is something um, separate to what you're talking about, but what our conversation that we've been having has reminded me of a thought, kind of a little track of thought I went down the other night. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about achievement and how was I wording it to myself? It was like the commitment and the goal and how often in the past, it's, I found myself, it's really easy to get hung up on what the end goal is. And so I was thinking, oh, where do I start with this? Like at one point, at this point in time, I've got two albums released mm -hmm. and have toured both of them. But there was a point where I hadn't even got an EP out. And the idea of writing and recording the EP was daunting to me. Mm -hmm. And now it's part of, it's one small, and I can, this is my experience, but it's like one small stepping stone in a bigger thing. And actually... There, when I was in a flow with that process of, let's use the EP as an example, it wasn't me thinking, I'm going to go to the studio today and record the best EP that's ever been recorded. Mm -hmm. I think it was more the, well, I'm going to go to the studio today and see what happens. But then I was thinking, well, you can boil that down further. And instead of just, if you know there's something greater that you want to achieve at some point in your life, kind of put it to, to a side and go, well... Let's make the goal that you're going to set your alarm for X time, even if there isn't anything in particular to do. And then that's an achievement. I think we use the word achievement and we think of award ceremonies and accolades and figures and da-da-da, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, actually, if, if you've set the goal of, say, something as menial as the alarm, then no matter how silly that might seem to someone else, as soon as you get the alarm goes off and you get up, you've just achieved a goal. And then it changes your... That's like one tick in the day before you even started because of the like language you've used in your own head. You've gone, well, that's a goal. Cool, I've achieved it. And then subconsciously you're going, achievement, achievement. Mm -hmm. And then be like, well, this EP, for instance, in my case, isn't going to write itself unless I write something. So just get to the cafe. Make sure you get to the cafe for 10 and write something in your notebook. And then that, even if all you've written in the notebook is... I want to be at home in bed and I wish I'd never put that fucking alarm on. At least you've done it. And I was, I don't know, even as I say it out loud, you know, when thoughts, yeah. So I was thinking about it and I was like, it's no coincidence that nobody in life just does the big thing straight away. Like there, mm -hmm. there's, it, it, there's like a infinite amount of small things that they have to achieve each day, each hour to get to that bigger thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as a culture now, we really put too much emphasis on the big thing. It's, it's like, and we, we, we dress over the fact or just scan over the fact that people have had to do the smallest, simplest things. But it was work. more about, yeah. And it was more about the... The language that we use, so that, that whole idea of two people could exist on the exact same day in the same city at some point in history and then both keep a diary. And the person that said, today, oh, the cold just felt amazing and it made me feel alive and I had the best day ever, da 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 And then the other person, right, it was bitterly cold, it was horrible. But the person who said they had a good day, their diary, unfortunately, was burnt in a fire and no one ever got to read it. And then, and then for forever, that day is recorded as like, oh yeah, do, do you remember all the accounts say it was horribly cold and, and not nice to be alive then? Well, actually there was someone having a great time and it's the vocabulary we choose to use around things. So it's the, 
the but it's not just it's fuck, like, but, but I mean those people may have had materially different <laughs> days that doesn't mean it's just that they use different language for it no no but it's what I mean more is the Latin, but then that's <laughs> that's how we remember that time it's like that's maybe I've gone off on a tangent that isn't helping my point well this but it's like the this sounds like another case of you trying to convince me that it would act is actually wicked to be a peasant in Tudor time and it's just that we've only got the <laughs> records of all the whippings and dying of famine and no. plague and pestilence no, do, 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 but someone else wrote it and said oh I <laughs> went to the doctor today and they used a leech to try and cure my cold and the leech tickled my nose and it felt wicked yeah. and I got to keep him after as a pet yeah. <laughs> um did, did my point about the little achievements make sense, though? Yeah, I mean, it's like we've talked about routine before. Um, like, all of this... Well, it, it reminds me of... The, I, God, time is really blending into one, but I can't remember when it was, but when you were going to the studio last year mm. uh, and you weren't really feeling great about or, or, or motivated or excited about, about making a new album because you kept saying, like, what does this look like? Um, yes, yeah, that's exactly it. I was focusing on what the thing that hadn't even been made yet. Yeah. It was like, well, who knows You're what the album's going to George, because you've not written the fucking songs. <laughs> so let's, first, let's pare it back a bit. Stop worrying about this end goal, because that's never going to exist unless you do these smaller things that lead up to it. Yeah. And I think I've, I've confused, maybe kind of confused myself in this fucking monologue sorry but like it's the thing of just just take each little bit at a time and understand that they are they're all important yeah at, at some point i uh, that does it does make sense to me i think that the one thing i would say is that sometimes <laughs> like you don't know what the you don't know what you want like you don't know what the goal is so and like well for example at the moment, I'm not feeling very enthusiastic about... Well, yesterday, Rat A and I had um, Spotify on. We were just... It was some playlist, and it, I kept skipping songs. Uh, and then and there were songs that normally, I, you know, I think I like. And then I just paused, and I was just like, you know, I don't think I like music right now. <laughs> and, and I just... I don't know what it was, but I just didn't care about. I didn't. I wasn't excited about any of the th things that maybe normally would excite me. And so, what is difficult for me in those moments is to like to find the initial bit of mo of momentum to be like, okay, well, I'm going to set this small task because at that moment, that small task just feels like well, it either feels too. It feels like so big at that moment or it feels like nothing at all so it's like well why bother can i can i ask a genuine question Ollie? Mm -hmm. and this like when you say like sometimes we don't know what like any we don't know what it is and maybe there isn't and i i completely get that but could I hear my neighbor singing the black eyed peas song that he sings every day i got a feeling <laughs> um I love his positivity. Every day he's got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, it's gone. I don't know what it is I want to say. Or uh, I have an idea, but I, I don't know how to get there. So I need to focus on the smaller well, things Well, you can let it percolate. Let it, it percolate. Um, yeah. I d I'm sorry. I don't know if... I've just gone off on one again. God. Hey. You know when, like, you speak to old men, and it is mostly old men, and you go, like, fucking, do you have any idea that, A, that you've told me this story so many times, and, B, it's not got much of a thread? You can see how it fucking happens. I'm 27, 37, 42, 42 yeah. and I, it's already started, where it's like, I can't fucking, I hey, can't get listen, points man, across. This is the this is the beauty of, if we were, you know, uh, on any sort of real media outlet, on the radio or on TV or something, then they'd be saying, listen, we need to, we've only got 45 minutes, we need to get this thing, but the free-flowing nature of podcasts is that we can just find our way through, and sometimes we get lost along the way but hey maybe it's all about the journey about the small things and not the big thing the goal at the end mm -hmm. and also maybe at some point in history someone was cold and someone was not <laughs> oh fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George I'm on your side my friend I know I think I know well, I don't know what the latest thing you're trying to say was because I don't think we got far enough with that, but it's okay. Well, what, what I was going to say is that when you say sometimes you don't know what the goal is, let's mm. imagine for a second if the goal is just at some point I would really like it if I didn't wake up feeling this way. Like, and, and so that's not like a... That feels like it, quite it's, a big it's goal. Really, well, that, that's what I mean. Oh, I it's like an untangible, there's not like a... So it's this huge thing, but it, what I mean is I think we get hung up on the goal being whatever i want it's material things or i want career uh, milestones or i want this thing I, th I think that's whereas if if the end goal is it's more then uh, uh, see this is what happens <laughs> i'm an old man <laughs> uh, yeah. it sounds like yeah. you're, i know sounds... it's huge i know it's a huge thing to say Imagine a time where this doesn't happen. Mm. Um, I mean, well, okay, for example, two, two days ago, this was kind of motivated by, kind of, well, what you I waking up feeling the same way every day. And so I, mm. I said to Rat A, on Sunday morning, can we wake up, have coffee and play Scrabble? And mm. that was this kind of small, pretty easy, m meaningless task. Well, not task, but just, you know, it was just a way of differentiating between what, especially in in lockdown life, the mornings can feel very samey. Well, every day it can feel the same. And so um, having this kind of just some marker that it is a different day <laughs> because today is the Scrabble day. Look, uh, like I, I was looking forward to that in a way that I like, I don't know, I had some something that I was looking forward to, basically, which I haven't felt like I've had for a while and truthfully as we were playing the game I wasn't really enjoying it uh, this is when I said I didn't like music I was feeling kind of uncomfortable in my own just everything but like the feeling before it's uh, just having some just something just having something on the horizon felt good and it and if that thing was something that easy and small that I could do every day then well like for example going to my to the coffee shop that I go to every day is kind of like I do genuinely look forward to that and I look forward to having the same j joke with the person that works there every time never gets old 
Very, 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 very funny. I am British. I don't speak Spanish well. It's funny. It never gets old. I love it. And I'm not even joking. I do. It's just, I just like, I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I, that's a very small, seemingly insignificant thing that I still enjoy and make them the most of, I think, in some way, even when I'm feeling like shy. And I don't know, maybe I just need more of those things. And also, I would quite like a hobby that doesn't like involve my brain very much. <laughs> Uh, like something that mm. is less meant, less cere- cerebral, or like you know, doing something with with my hands. And no, you mucky, filthy boy, I won't be doing that. <laughs> um, and no, I'm not going to take up wood carving like you. I don't have the space. If I started getting a fucking wood shop desk in here, right here, would be furious. But just something. Um, I don't know. All the stuff I like doing involves hanging around in my. head. Up, up, up in my head a lot, um, mm. and I would quite like to have some um, respite from that and just vary it a little bit. Well, that's I think that's a, more than you may know a brilliant starting point because that's just going to be a trial and error. You can't fake a hobby. You can't force yourself to enjoy something you don't. So you're just going to have to try things out um, yeah, in time. And there's no rush. I might try painting. Um, I might try. Pa- yeah, I can see you with a. With a paintbrush in your hands, or maybe some charcoal. Yeah, charcoal you know, might be or... nice. Pastels. Yeah, pastels. Yeah. yeah see? Okay. There is actually yeah. an art supply shop around the corner. I might go pick up a pack. And uh, um, I know that you had your art phase last year, and that seemed like it was really fruitful for you. Um, yeah. Gorgeous yeah. images of parrots, multicolored parrots. Do you know what else people don't give enough? time what's the word credit for credit to mm. is um the the lost art of the collage <laughs> you know just go and get some old national geographics and some i hate that uh, shit know. man look i'm sorry i hate that shit <laughs> i've got no interest in sticking old bits of tissue paper onto another larger piece of paper uh, listen, if yeah, you do fact, it... Now that you know, wait, Ollie, now that you say it, it's maybe the least Ollie thing I can imagine. <laughs> oh, but I, uh, my my initial idea of the charcoals... Yeah, yeah, I'm, think, I'm well you know, on board with that. Um, but... Yeah. The other thing is, no one has to see your workings. Yes, So you exactly. can just do them, and uh, it can be a very... Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, It'd be man. quite nice to have something that I just do that is just for me. I. It's like you say, I don't have a... I wouldn't have a big goal for it. It's not like my mm. charcoal pieces will be hung in the hallowed halls of the National Charcoal Museum. It will just be something that I do, and then I move on, and get on with my day well here we go ollie as well and this once again time and time again if you're new to the show this is what happens i bumble around something and ollie very eloquently puts it into nice concise two sentences but here we go this this is what i mean about the smaller achievements today's or tomorrow's or this week's achievement even can just be we'll go and get the kit let's go and get one pad and some charcoals you don't need to be doing the monet by the end of the week um (laughs) i say the monet is like it's a a dance dance. (laughs) Come on, kids, come down yeah, to the roller derby. Let's you do the money. <laughs> but you don't need to be like, that's the thing. So, this, that's what I was trying to get at earlier is just the, yeah, that's the one step. And, and then you don't even need to open it the day you get yeah. it. It can just be like, okay. And then you can go to bed one night going, oh, tomorrow I'm just going to open the notebook and see how I get on. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm um, gonna pick myself up some. I'm not sure what medium to go for yet. Might be charcoal. Might be might be watercolors. But I'm gonna go and look around mm. the the art supply shop. Hopefully, I can have a little joke with the person that works there about how I'm British and don't speak Spanish well. Um, mm, art supply shops sometimes potentially a little less. You know. What you think that the people that work there will be a little less jovial? Maybe. Okay, if you gorgeous public out there, if you work in an art supply shop and you want to call George the fuck out, please feel free. Yeah, um, prove me wrong. I must admit, it's from one specific um, experience. No, that's I how have. it always goes. You have one experience, oh, and forever tainted are the art yeah, shops of tainted. the world. Right, let's. If I ever have children, it's like, of course, we'll go to hobby craft. <laughs> They're awful there. Do you know how they treat their customers? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious uh, me, that reminds me of the time you fucking uh, told that kid to hurry their little ass up to get through a gate. Really weird. <laughs> anyway, um... That, do you know what? That's in the exact same neighbourhood as the art shop. Okay. But stone stone, two uh, minute maybe walk. that's why you're in such a strange, combative mood. Holding <laughs> gates like, come on! Come on, then! No, I was being sweet. Yeah, you're I being promise. really sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, listen. Um, also, just quickly, Ollie, mm-hmm. just to add a bit of jeopardy to the arts, what you could do is blindfold yourself before you start and just see what's there when you, you know, yeah. have your eyes back. So I'm, I'm, I have my eyes back. So listen, I think you've done really well with the, you've given me some really good advice. And now when we're, we're on the collage and the blindfolding bit, it feels like you're going a little bit too far. Oh, this is what you really wanted to say. Oh, yeah, well, okay. I want you. Um, I'm out. <laughs> Um, oh mate come on that's brilliant that's your fucking that's your thing that's my thing man just get down to the art shop and day one might just be you know snooping around and going oh god I don't know what any of this is but, yeah and, and, uh, and, you know? and having an argument with the scum that work there according to you yeah. Um, yeah. right so we'll see how that goes but until then let's do emails <laughs> email for you my lord emails just come in my lord oh george you'll like this um this is from eleanor or yeah it is hi george and ollie just catching up on the christmas podcast and i heard george talking about wanting to ride in the cab of a train on the london paddington to bristol line so i just (gasps) thought i'd share that my great grandfather eddie used to drive steam trains on that exact route from the 1940s to the 1960s i never got to meet eddie but by sheer coincidence i developed a love of steam trains and recently wrote a (gasps) master's dissertation on cultural representations of the early railways capital letters trains are cool yeah baby um eleanor oh my please send over your uh your um your thesis because i'm interested (laughs) (laughs) okay george (laughs) just a joke but my word that's exhilarating and eddie and i i I too i had a granddad that he was a ticket inspector to be fair he didn't drive the things but uh trains baby trains yeah i thought that that would whip your imagination into a frenzy do you know what i when whenever i see you know old films where they're on a long train ride and they've got you know like the old school compartments that they've got to themselves um in fact this what this makes me think of is do you know what i do every night to try get to sleep is I 
make a little film in my head. Have I spoke about this before? Mm. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but like, I I always am. Im- Who plays you? Imagine no, it's not. It's not about me. <laughs> it's not about my life. I haven't got fucking you know. <laughs> Channing Tatum playing me in the film of my life. Um, but it's, I, I imagine like the opening scene of, of a film and I never get far enough, well, because I either get, I fall asleep or get distracted by something else. So I never get far enough to like, to, I couldn't tell you what the film is about, but it's like the opening scene of setting atmosphere and it's always train based. It's like a train station mm. at night and it's one of those you know those big clocks that click and clack when mm. and and um the numbers are they kind of fold over you know yeah. what i mean yeah baby yeah. and it's it's too late for a train to be stopping at the station but mysteriously one does and then i'm asleep baby and i'd love oh. to know what happens next but I never Well, I think that, you know, you can expect a change in the film now because you'll be stood, and in my head, in my version of your film, you're stood looking up at the clock, but this time you'll have a paintbrush in your Oh, I thought you were going to say... A little little pad. I thought you were going to say Eddie was uh, riding his steam train. With a whistle, Eddie will... Yeah, Eddie will hang his head out and give a wink and be like, come come on, on, and you'll be back in the 1940s. Come on, kid. And he'll give a wink, yeah. And he'll be like, it's the steam era. And you'll jump on. Yeah, let's go big city like Leeds. You'll be waking up yeah um here's i've um when i went interrailing around europe um i was very excited one of the first trains i went on was from paris to amsterdam and um it was a sleeper train and had carriages um and i got on and what they'd done and i think just to be kind of economic with uh, like sign space they just said paris then another stop and then amsterdam mm. So I was like, wow, man. Like, wrong, man cool. yeah. So right, so I got on. Oh, oh, and then wrong. I got into my... And I had a carriage, right? It, it, like, it, it, I had a area. What do you call them? Like a... Compartment. What do you call Compartment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I go in and I'm like, okay, cool. No one else is getting on. So then the train set off. And no one had got on. So I was like, no way. Like, this is just for me. Yeah. And then we stopped. So remember, I think it's going Paris... And then uh, another stop, Amsterdam. and then Amsterdam. And then within 15, 20 minutes, we'd stopped. And I was like, no way. <laughs> the train stopped. Nobody got on into my carriage. And then we set off again. And I was like, oh, you're. Ju-. I was 19. I was like, you're, this is incredible. I, you I took my giddy. shoes off. I hung my coat up. Took your I got shoes my, off. I had my guitar. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was on there for 12 hours. And like, okay, yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah. there was fair, beds. Fair, fair. So then I was like, this is just me. And then another 20 minutes pass and we stop again and i was like oh i see i see see how this works yeah a girl got into my compartment and she was about my age she was about 19 and uh she didn't speak i didn't speak dutch and she didn't speak uh english and so we had a bit of a chat but no no we did speak a little bit actually and then she said oh you have a guitar and i said yeah and she said are you like ron weasley and i was like (laughs) I was really Famous troubadour one, like, Ron Weasley. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I said, I, I'm really sorry. I don't, and she was like, yeah, man, like Ron Weasley. You're like Ron Weasley. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what. And then she, 
it was just very awkward at that point. And I, I was like, ah. Oh. And then I said, I'm going to go to the bar carriage and get some drinks. Do you want one? And she said, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Fucking hell. See you later, yeah, wicked. So I went and got a few beers, came back. I was just sat there, had my headphones on. Maybe a year later, two years later, there was a music video TV show on. And an Ed, Ed Sheeran song came on where Rupert Grint plays Ed Sheeran. So not Ron Weasley, Rupert Grint. And this was that had been released around that okay. time. So this girl obviously thought that Ron Weasley, like as a subplot of the Harry Potter world, yeah. had a... You know, a singer-songwriter career. Well, there are some. Yes, there are some differences in the translation. I mean, like you know, the American version is called the Sorceress Stunt. So maybe it could be yeah. that in the Dutch version, Ron is really into. Yeah. you know, he's a singer-songwriter on the side. It could be. Yeah. I don't know because they changed things for different cultures. You know, all, all that stuff. Um, so it'd be interesting to know if we've got any Dutch listeners out there. Is Ron Weasley a singer-songwriter in the version of Harry Potter that you know? <laughs> Um, okay, just quickly, George. This this uh, um, yeah. this is another great email. It, it's a little bit too long f- for us to read the whole thing, so I apologise. But I'll I'll go through the the main stuff. This is from Marianne and it says, "Hi, Ollie and George. I guess at seventy, I might not be your target demographic, but I wanted to say that I've listened to a few of your podcasts recently. Among the first podcasts that I have listened to, and they have really boosted my mood in these difficult times. I live alone, and they make me chuckle repeatedly, and they make it easier for me to get myself out in the drizzle for my daily constitutional. I I so related to George's stories of getting the grips with country living, DIY hot water, oil tanks, and squirrels." And uh, and 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 then Marianne gives you some advice actually on on oil maintenance. So I'll, I'll send that to you. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Marianne. I lived by myself on a narrow boat for fifteen years. That's another one of the old Jeff sort of fantasies. I think uh, I lived by myself yeah. on a narrow boat for fifteen years. So that was near to being off grid, but of course not really independent because I had gas bottles and needed to fill my water and diesel tanks every so often. Um, but I loved it though. And as I listened to past episodes of Phone a Friend, I'm aware that in addition to chatting and laughing you have a serious purpose of supporting people perhaps particularly young men who may be struggling with mental health issues it's heartening to see slash hear that younger men seem more willing to be open about feelings and vulnerability than previous generations i think back to my father who was a 19 year old history of art student when he joined the air force in world war ii he never spoke about it with hindsight i realized he was suffering from ptsd all through my childhood but of course it was completely unrecognized then Even my mother was unsympathetic. She didn't want to know about his vulnerabilities. And I'm sure that was very common among men of that generation. So I never remember my contemporaries talking about their army experiences either. And it makes me cringe and shame to think of it. I can't recall any of us, their female contemporaries, ever asking them about it. I don't know why I felt a need to identify myself as older at the beginning of this. I guess I just wanted you to know that you were reaching people you might not have thought you were. Anyway, you've considerably brightened my days recently. Thank you for that. Take care and be kind to yourselves. Marianne. Marianne, thank you very much. We should say that all are welcome in the the land of PATH. I mean, George himself is of indeterminate age. It fluctuates. Um, sometimes he's a, mm. a young 28-year-old. Spring chicken. Sometimes yeah. he's 40s, 50s, Long in the 70s. tooth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and, you know, it's wonderful to hear that you've been enjoying the pod and uh, your tips on country life, I'm sure, are going to be very helpful uh, for George. Mm. For example, George, it is possible to get squirrel-proof bird feeders. Google it. 
Many don't work, mm. but the vertical wire cylinder ones seem to. Okay, so that's... That's what I've got. Okay, so still not working? No. Nope. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know if they get anything. They just get... Oh, God, the squirrels and the birds. This, they, that, this but, is hey, your identity event now. You are the squirrel yeah. and bird man. Um, can I just say as well, what are lovely two emails both mentioning granddads and let's have a shout out to the granddads and um <laughs> yeah man <laughs> shout out to granddads <laughs> i hope to be one one day and gra- <laughs> okay <laughs> i think you'll be an excellent granddad um yeah yeah so will you they'll be like oh show us your um coal uh, what would it charcoal charcoal show us your granddad. coal show us your yeah. coal <laughs> i'm not that old kid um, um yeah. Ollie. Yeah. I um you got unfortunately a you got a blast, um, as Jimmy Neutron I've used to say. Blast. So well thank uh, you. Very Eleanor much. and Marianne, thank you for those emails. Yes. That's lovely. I've enjoyed both of them. Uh, and if you want to get in touch, uh George, what is the email? Please do get in touch. The email address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Yes, and follow us on Instagram at phoneafriendpod. Uh leave a review and uh you know, hope you're all all right. Strange times, isn't it? Quite an interesting thing to say. Um and George, <laughs> I'll uh I'll um, speak to you later. I'm off to get some kind of art. Well, just go and have a look. You might not get it today, but go and have a look. Yeah. And thank you for the phone call today, Ollie. Okay. And thank you for sharing with us all because it is, you know, more helpful than you'll know. Uh, powerful. I, I do know that it's actually very powerful. So it, I'm not sure it c- could possibly be more helpful than I already think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, <great>. Okay, bye. <laughs> See you for the All the best. Bye-bye. <laughs>